This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. Homo, homo, homo. Homo, homo, homo. I wanted to start our show a little differently today, and I thought instead of saying omo omo, you know, we'll give it up to the fact that we're both queer Koreans homo. doing this show. Homo homo homo. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to the Ajima Show, the only show on the internet hosted by these two freaks named Peter Kim and Anji Kim. And this is a show where we just talk shit. Yeah. And welcome. That's all it is. People try to ask us what the show is about. We don't really know. We're just fucking hanging out and having a good time and telling each other like cool shit we found out about being Korean or like bad shit about being Korean yes. American. Yeah. And also we, we do comedy. So welcome to the fucking show. <laughs> we um, drag, we yeah. uplift, and then we drag yeah. again. Yeah, that's what Ajumas do. Yeah. You know, like we we call out the shit that we need to call out. We talk about the shit that needs to be talked about, and we also embrace and nurture only those who are loyal to us. Because <laughs> we are petty. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's nice to be back on um, the West Coast time. I was in the Midwest in your neck of the woods. Oh, that's right. How was that? How was it? Yeah. How was the experience? The family reunion? Yeah. My white boyfriend's family reunion. Uh, it was honestly chill. Okay. We did not talk vaccines. Cool. We did not talk You didn't talk wear this about- shirt that you're wearing right now? You did not wear that there? <laughs> you guys, I have on a shirt that Kim Young-chul, the actor and comedian from Korea, gave to me as a present. And it's basically like, it says I'm vaccinated, and then it has check boxes and- a list of like a bulleted list of different vaccines. Of all that the you vaccines check available, off. yeah. Yeah, and you can tell it's from not from America because it has a vaccine called Janssen. Yes. <laughs> and uh, AstraZeneca, obviously, that's not available here either. No. So I thought it was like a cute shirt to wear at home, but it's definitely not a cute shirt to wear anywhere outside because <laughs> I, you look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> you, you look like a card that someone's expected to fill out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like a note. Yeah. So you didn't yeah. wear but this. You know, like you didn't wear Korean this shirts tend to be like weird and oddly. Um, I'm talking about shirts from Korea. Yeah. Tend to be oddly translated. It has like phrases that don't actually mean anything. No. Like kitten dreams fall from skies. <laughs> it's always happiness, love. <laughs> yeah. Ch- happiness, love, chicken. Like it's like something like. <laughs> like it's like oh, and the chicken looks cute, and so they just have. You know, yeah. All the stationery I've ever gotten from any Sanrio store is like any Sanrio store stationery <laughs> has a mishmash of adjectives and nouns, it's, it's, and it's a peppermint dance and love. Like you know, yeah. I, <laughs> I have so many of these shirts. I have a Union Jack shirt. Like the mm-hmm. it's like a looks like whatever the uh, the Union Jack, the Great British, yes, yeah. Great British thing, and I have that. It, but and it says Korea on it. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes no sense. It makes no sense. But it looks cool. Like, you know, the font on it. That's the thing. It's like, if I have a this, 
that's uh, this is actually a perfect encapsulation of me as a person. Great style, no sense. <laughs> actually, that is perfect for you, MJ. We found it a tagline. Finally, we we're like, how will we market her? How do we tell people who don't know about Unji Kim? Great style. In four words or less. <laughs> I just, I'm wearing that Union Jack shirt. <laughs> shirt that, with the word Korea yeah. on it. And it's spelled with a C. Yes. I have, sh- I have socks that literally have that. <laughs> it's spelled with a C. <laughs> yeah. You know, when the, um, when, well, did we host the World Cup that year? Yeah, we did, right? Mm-hmm. We, Korea did. That year was the first time I saw I was saw that internationally it went by C O R E A as opposed to K O R E A. Crazy. Well, America's the only one that's like this. Like I know. It's only one We that's... just have to be we always have to be the one like mm, we're different. But it's also Look doesn't at me. It does not does not make shit easier. It's like with Mumbai and Bombay. Is it like was it actually easier? <sighs> like what's the what what are we doing here? Are you just doing it because you want to like be different like you know when a girl wears like just one long earring it's like is this like <laughs> a feather yeah it's like earring. what the fuck is this it's like are you just trying to be different is this that's, a phase yeah this is like- are you mad at great britain your dad <laughs> these are daddy issues america <laughs> like you know and stop like, changing shit it's like it's inches stop using inches <laughs> Nobody's using inches. Pounds? Like, it's like, like you literally, we don't have pounds in mon- money, but like as a weight, like instead of kilogram. Like, it's yeah. very bizarre. And it's just like, it's just this old. I like, like to small. go by kilograms because I feel like it f- would make me feel smaller. Yes. The number of pounds I am these days, I had to fill out a, um, a sheet, yeah, like a size sheet yeah, recently, yeah, yeah. and I was just like, "Oh my god, what the fuck? This is like recording how fat you're going for like production people." <laughs> They're like, "This is how fat I am, and this is how fat I'll appear on screen." I, I always, I always just give whatever's available of my driver's license. I don't, I don't even, I don't know what I'm, how much I weigh, honestly. You, you don't weigh yourself. Mm-mm, I don't have a scale. I'm not allowed. I don't have a scale either. Yeah, I'm not allowed. You're not allowed a scale? It's like part of like... Is that part of your healing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's part of... Like, seriously, it's like if you're in yeah, an yeah. eating disorder, like recovery or whatever, you're not supposed to really have that shit in your house. No, no, no. That's better that you don't have Yeah, it. I mean... Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I also... I'm like someone that with my body type, like I literally will take a shit and lose like three or four pounds. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it's just like. <laughs> that seems violent for it you. It is. Like, I can't tell you. <laughs> You're five foot one. You know what I was telling you about, like, this concussion shit? I was like, I think a lot of my day is just been in and out of the bathroom. Honestly. Like, if I'm being honest, like, I'm just in and out. So you're, you're still concussed, you feel? Are you still think, under I, concussion? I, it's just, I think it's just this lack of sleep. I'm having issues with that shit. So, like, I'm getting. Like not reconcuss, but like I'm not. I just um, I'm 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 getting. I feel like I was improving, and now I feel foggy again. I'm losing chunks of the day. Like I'm not. I can't. My head hurts when I'm looking at the screen for more than like 30 minutes. Like I kind of at the beginning, where I was able to yeah. start yeah. doing regular stuff, and I was kind of back. But now I'm like, oh yeah. no, I'm. I feel not quite great. But it's okay. Should we not be on Zoom right now looking at each other? Is this hard for you? <laughs> <laughs> Are you about to pass out? No, I feel, I'm, I feel fine. It's more like this, like, you know, fogginess. Like, I don't feel on the top of shit. Like, I was trying to, I literally, 
have lately been trying to write jokes and it's kind of crazy mm-hmm. to watch. I'm like, I pulled up a notes thing inside of my computer and then wrote uh-huh. down the word jokes. Okay. That's a good start. <laughs> no. That's, an that's ex- a great start. You have to yeah. label your note. These are what this is. It's not recipes. You know what I mean? It's not apologies I have to make to my family members for getting too drunk. I just wrote <laughs> it's jokes. Jokes, but I, I mean, I've never... I don't think I've ever. Oh, well, you know what? That's very revealing. I don't think I've ever written the word jokes. <laughs> like, to like, you know, the like at the top of like a memo thing. It's like, yeah, yeah. jokes. Jokes <laughs> begin. <laughs> begin writing now. Like it was kind of like I don't know, but yeah, I've been I've been kind of foggy lately. I think I just like like you know when you <laughs> kind of are wandering around. So yeah, this I've been like losing chunks. I think, but I do spend a lot of time in the bathroom. I I, I should a lot in a day. Okay, well, I'm officially worried. And <laughs> I feel, again, I'm going to say, maybe go see your PCP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to go see a PCP. Gotta go yeah, see a PCP. someone. Yeah. Get a scan or something. But yeah, I mean, um, I, I think I think that... <laughs> oh, no, going back to the thing with the Mumbai... It's Mumbai, Bombay, Beijing versus Peking, right? Did we change all that? America yes. changed that? Oh, okay. Because Oops. that's even, you know, the... Uh, <laughs> Viet, Viet, I mean, it's around the world even. I think I only realized this a couple of years ago mm. when I was talking about, um, I think the Vietnamese word for Vietnam is very close to the Korean word. Wollam. Wollam. Yeah. yeah. So it's not instead of Vietnam. Vietnam. It's Wollam. Yeah. It's very close, yeah. right? And in Russian, it's so similar to that too. It sounds like the fucking word that the people from that country call it. The mm. only people that change it like this, yeah, is Amer- and it's on our standard. Yes. It's, a, it's American international standard. Yeah, it's not like they are t- interpreting it any other way. Well, yeah, we are Hanguk. Yeah, and other no places one... call it like this, a version of that. Yeah, Hanguk. Yeah, Hangukujin, yeah. Kangukujin is what yes. Japanese people call us. Yeah, Ilbon. Korea is literally. I mean, that's what's bo- boggling to me. It's like, is it? easier for you guys in any way or is this just that's what i mean like is this like a feather in your hair like is just the we've way just we- been bull everyone's been bullied by america to do this <laughs> everyone had to change their name because america was like i don't know this like <laughs> it's like we made everyone go through ellis island the entire globe <laughs> it just fucked everything it, it up fucked every- and it makes no it doesn't make things easier it's even with like the busan for a long time Busan, for whatever reason, always used to be spelled with a P. Yeah, yeah. So it was Busan. And it was like, there is literally a sound in the Roman alphabet that is exactly the sound of Busan. It's the P. The B. (laughs) Why'd you got to change it? Like, it's like, that's the stuff where it, it makes no sense. The EUs, like this stuff. I wonder if this is real. If anyone, you know, there we have scholars inside of our listenership. Is this intentional? Like, where they are? They truly trying to fuck with this? Like, was it? Do you know what I mean? Is it just a way for them to have been different, or were they intentionally trying to um, anglicize so that it was different from the native, the native language? Let me ask you this: even to go behind this, when. French and English mm-hmm. were fighting each other. Did the English call it Paris or did they call it Paris? Paris, yeah. 
They called it Paris? Yeah. Well, looks like they, those white people started it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was white people that started it. We just had to get down to which white people yeah, started yeah. it. I think it is, yeah, you're right. It might be an, it is an English problem. It's an English problem. I think it's an English problem. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Because even the Mumbai and Bombay thing, that's that's the English thing. There you go. Because they called it Bombay, not Mumbai. <sighs> We're an issue for the entire world. Let's just say it, okay? <laughs> America's an issue. It is. But in the Olympics... We're going to get right to it because we have to get into our favorite section of the show. It's Kick-Ass Korea, y'all. Look, America's uh, (laughs) always, you know, kind of dominating in the Olympics, I feel. But this year, uh, you know, the uh, Japan is Japan is ahead by everyone so far. Are you watching these at all? Uh, No, I'm not really looking at screens right now. (laughs) <laughs> that's true you're listening to the results on radio yeah, yeah, like yeah, old yeah. school I'm, there, I'm getting it by telegraph yeah I usually don't care but you know there's a lot, a lot of like Korean Americans and Koreans kind of like being in in like uh, the Olympic arena and dominating you know, instead of a professional sports arena yeah I mean yeah, yeah. it's very cool and it's rarely talked about mm-hmm. and right now Japan and China are one and two yeah and then United States is three. Yeah. So, you know, the Asian countries are ahead in gold. Dom- dominating. Dominating. Korea is number seven. Mm-hmm. A and, tiny nation. Uh, a tiny. Eight million people yeah. or so or whatever. It's like right? the not, same number of people in the Chicagoland area. For real. True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, 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 you know. So crazy. crazy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know as as much as I do, the fucking gold always coming from one of maybe three sports: archery and archery. Yeah. Um, badminton. Yes. <laughs> if they ever have badminton again, and ping-pong. um, uh, yeah, I don't know if they have ping pong, yeah. but like you know, they rack up in taekwondo. We lost in taekwondo, but we won in archery. Yeah. Three golds, and my kick-ass Korean goes to 17-year-old Kim Jae-duk. Uh, he is a um, he is the youngest to ever win a gold medal for South Korea. Okay, and uh, he's already become like super famous in 2016 when he was on some like talent show, mm-hmm. and he's he was like called like this like archery phenom, and um, that's so really he's saying already- something. Yeah, because it's pretty comp- competitive. Yeah, I mean, Korean archery is we yeah. dominate. This is like a this is you know dominate. it's like it's like America with basketball. Yeah. So this team, uh, the seventeen-year-old won one for himself, also in the mixed team sports. He Ojinek and Kim Woojin hit six perfect tens. Wow. In the second set of the final to beat out Taiwan uh, to bring home the gold. So yeah, Woo! Kim Jae-duk and the South Korean archery team. That's fucking cool. I you rarely see like Koreans be dominating in sports, and I, I love to see this. Is this a sport? Sure. Archery. Archery. Yeah, that's a, that's a, the original sport. Yeah, that's. I would argue. I would argue this is the original sport. Um, right. Yeah. Like these little hats they wear, I love. Like I really need one of these these outfits. I want to make it look cool. I- <laughs> I, like, I want to have like a Gucci archery hat. 
I mean, if that's avail- available anywhere, it's going to be Korea. But um, I went down to archery. <laughs> Gucci's going to be spelled wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can see that. It's G O O C H I. I I love archery though. I mean, it, it is. I think. It's hot. It's it, and also it's like all the stuff that Korean people like. It's like got a lot yeah. of accessories, a lot of equipment, right? Precision. <laughs> yeah, and, timing, and accuracy, precision and accuracy. Yes. Yeah. It's not yeah. like something that's golf. It's like it's this stuff with precision and accuracy. It's this mind mental thing inside of this. That's mm-hmm. what is very attractive. That, yes. Like and especially something you can do for a long time. It's like tai chi. Like. Could, yeah. yeah, and it's like you don't you're you're proving that brute strength has nothing to do with talent. Yes, and excellence or with this talent and excellence. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's exactly it. I mean, I love that. Okay, so I do. Um, by the way, just as a side note, before we, did you hear about this Greek um, announcer who got fired? No. So Olympic this, announcer, this Greek TV announcer, um, for the like Greek TV or whatever, made an on-air um, remark about a South Korean athlete during the table tennis match. Oh no! And uh, this was, I think, the quarterfinal. This is quarterfinals, and against Greece's Panagiotis Giannis. <laughs> okay. listen, I'm not gonna say any, I mean that that's his name okay. and um and this like fucking guy said something about how I don't know how they can see the ball because their eyes They're are so, so small. small oh my god he was he was fired but he was yeah he was fired oh good for him good for them good for them. I mean you know you can't get away with this shit no you can't not not for an international occasion do you know what i mean like i'm sure on greek television this humor still flies sure that's the reason why i felt comfortable with it but this is an international event yeah like the world's eyes are on you so you can't no matter how small yeah they are (laughs) and by the way most eyes in the world are small yeah so fuck you You you're the aberration (laughs) you round eye like yeah (laughs) What you peeping at, round eye? <laughs> Frankly, it seems like an unfair advantage when most people don't have round eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but he beat um like pretty soundly. And um yeah, that cool. was you know. I, I mean South Korea also dominates in table tennis, so I don't know really Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it was back in the I because sometimes you're like, is it back in or not? They they be taking stuff out. Yeah, I think like softballs back in this year. I didn't know that. You know, I, I right. Me too movement. <laughs> plus the LGBTQIA yeah. plus <laughs> starts with the L's. Yes. <laughs> okay, so my kick-ass Korean is. Uh, I just needed to talk, wanted to say that. Um, so there's this. I don't know if we talked about him, but in the NFL, this coach Eugene Chung. Um, was like trying to get a job as a coach and in the in a conference it's described um 
like how the league was handling like this his allegation of racial discrimination during our job interview and um he was like kind of being like it's whatever and he is he's spoken out about it so what happened was he was interviewing for this job as a coach and they were basically like you're the wrong color <gasps> yeah like implying that like you you don't have any business here. yeah and we don't hire your kind. Yes. Oof. And um, you're not basically. Oh, the quote was, you're not the right minority we're looking for. Right. And what's remarkable is and he like he's continuing to stand up and speak out about it. And he's like, this is just fucked up. He was the first Asian-American in the NFL in 1994. He was drafted. And it's like, Whoa. you know, he's already accustomed to. To, he was in the 1992 draft, the first Asian American to drafted in the first round, and only the second American, Korean American, to play in the league. So, and he wasn't a kicker. He was like a, he was a dude. He's a big guy. He's a yeah. big guy. So I just, for, he wasn't a kicker. He was a dude. <laughs> <laughs> like what? you know what I mean? Like he was in the, you know, with the kickers. The scuffle. Yeah. Uh, he, in the, the, yeah. In they, the, they're like pushing each other around. In the scrum, you know, like he's. <laughs> He's doing the job of a um, of a player. Not that a kicker isn't a player, but that's like a special team situation. That's yeah, uh, yeah. you know he's that's flashy. Yeah. This is out. he was like a in the normal. He's getting hit. Round. He's getting hit. He's hitting. Others. He's using his bo- whole body, yes. not just his foot. Yes. So I mean, to me, that's oh shit. I I think that the fact that he's the, only the se- he's the first Asian American drafted in the first round and the mm. second Korean American in 1992. I mean, it's like he's been around the league for a long time. He's played football for a long time and he's been the first a lot and the cool. only a lot. So, mm. you know, just in terms of what we've talked about a couple of episodes ago, like that sort of emboldens you in a way and makes you accustomed to being an exam- example, which is I think part of the reason why he feels so comfortable speaking out continuously. Right, like, and especially in this current political light. So, anyways, I just as uh as we speaking up, talking about sports and stuff like that, I was like, let's just kick, call him out, Eugene Chung, you're my kick-ass Korean. Hell yeah, um, good for him for coming out and talking about it. Uh, the fucking news outlets are covering it differently. I'm looking at a Fox News. Uh, article or a headline that says NFL unable to confirm Eugene Chung's allegations of discrimination. Yeah. Fuck you. (laughs) You see how these people do this shit? Like, instead of saying he's alleging that this has happened, Mm -hmm. he's saying that, oh, the point of view is the NFL's point of view as opposed to the fucking victim's point of view. And and he's even going further and saying like they are reviewing it, but he's like, they're just, he called it perfunctory and he's like, it's misleading for them to even say they're looking into it. They're not. No, they're not. They're just saying that for publicity and they're moving on. Like everybody else does. That's how you do it, folks. (laughs) You just say you All right, guys. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. Look up um, Kim Jae-duk and the uh, Eugene Chung. These guys are Korean jocks, guys. All right? Let's celebrate Korean jocks out there. (laughs) It's Olympic season. I'm in the jock spirit, baby. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. 
Um, I can't believe I yelled, I'm in the jock spirit, baby. <laughs> <laughs> when we all know you're in a jock strap. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so that is like a thing like in gay culture. Uh-huh. You know, to, it, and it's like a sports fetish. Yeah. You know, jock strap with the butt hanging out. Of course. You know. Was that and, underwear? But, Christian. Andrew Christian. Andrew Christian, yeah. Underwear, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that. I I have to admit, I have a buttless pair of underwear and it's very hot. Yes. Um, I do too. Oh, okay. (laughs) But it's from, it's from where? It's from (laughs) what? I didn't buy them like that. It didn't start off that way. way. (laughs) The hole's bigger than the ones that I have. (laughs) This is a pair of underwear that's gone on a journey with me, so. I yeah. understand. <laughs> but yeah, it's not um it's not something that as I get older, like when I was young and sprung, yeah. I was like, Oh, this is cute. I looked at it the other day. I've gained a little bit of weight. And I put it on and I was like it looks like there's like a, a I put a, a rubber band around a piece of dough. Just squeeze. <laughs> Just a ball of dough with a rubber band around it. Just squeezing together. That image. I was is, like, "What are you doing?" That image is so vivid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay. <laughs> Just slowly pinching yes. in, you know, like. <laughs> like it sounds like it hurts. <laughs> yeah, it does, and it did hurt. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to share that. Um, that that happened this this week, and after I said that jock moment, it just really started flowing back. And, well, you know, I mean, I'm not in a great place physically. I'm just not. All right, that's what's going on. Physically, you may life. not be in a great space, but you know what you are in professionally. What? A great spot. Congrats on JFL, bitch! <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for setting that up for me. <laughs> That's so nice. How do you feel? It, how, how like? It feels. It feels good. It feels. I, I'm trying to respond to people honestly by saying it feels cool. Yeah. Instead of like undercutting it or saying like whatever, we're not even going to Montreal this year, which we're not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which was how you told <laughs> it to me. <laughs> yeah. It, it yeah. It, it is a bummer, but it is also at the same time cool. Yes. So um, I did exciting. want to talk to you about this one thing though. Mm-hmm. Before we, I don't even know if we're gonna get into the topic. Uh, actually, let me just do the topics real quick okay. because this kind of goes back to the uh, the sna- snafu, whatever that Greek guy who got fired uh-huh. for being racist. So NBC. Yeah. Not NBC. MBC. Yeah. Buna Bangsong, Buna Broadcasting Company in Korea, one of the biggest. Right? Yeah, it's, it's their- NBC, SBS, and KBS. KBS. Yeah, yeah, those are like the big networks. Mm-hmm. And there's JCBT, which JTBC, which we covered last yeah. week, who bought into um, WIP. Yes. Anyway, NBC, their um, Korea's network, is uh, in a little bit of trouble. Because during the Tokyo Olympic opening ceremony, when the com- the countries oh come God. out, you know how the countries come out like with their colors and their flags, yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. and then they all line up and of course it's a cute thing, right? Yeah. So as they come out, um, 
the Korean Bangsungguk, the broadcasting company, started putting up pictures next to each um, country to like signify what the country is like known for. Oh God! You know, <laughs> so for like a stereotypical for, picture, super stereotypical, yeah. and actually very, very um, hurtful. Hurtful. So it went from if it went from stereotypical to hurtful to like outright outrageous, right? So like for Italy, they put up a a, a like a, pe- a picture of a pizza. Okay, correct. But not even like a pizza, like a Napoli pizza. Yeah. It was like it was like a takeout pizza that like Korea has. Like you know how Korean Domino's. Yeah, yeah. Like it was a picture of like Korean Domino's <laughs> next to Italy. <laughs> Okay, so of the For box, no- of the box. <laughs> Not the box, okay. but like inside, you know, like that steaming picture. Okay, okay. Norway, they put a piece of salmon. Okay, this is all correct. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I feel no... It's correct, but it's like, it's reductive, yeah, right? Like to put a... Just put the fucking... Just don't put anything. What do you need a thing for? But like, they were putting something up to like help, uh, like equate their country to something. Ukraine, they put... The photos of the devastation of Chernobyl. Okay. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I swear to God. Post meltdown. That's what that's they put what, next That's what people to. know about Ukraine. <laughs> Ukraine. And the uh, Koreans, at least. And then Haiti, they put a, a um, what's what's it called? An infographic about the assassination that just happened Shut there. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear up. to God. Syria, they said uh, it's a... Place with huge resources underground and a, a, ten years of civil war, and then oh Malaysia God. they put the current their current vaccination rate <laughs> <laughs> along with its GDP. <laughs> Just so shady. Their GDP. How dare you? Why? Why? That, and then like- this is the fucking craziest one. <laughs> For Romania, they put a picture of Count Dracula. <laughs> A fake character from a Bram Stoker's Count Dracula. This is too fucked up. This is so crazy. This isn't the first time this kind of shit happened. Like in 2008, NBC was penalized by the Korean Communication Commission, KCC, uh, for disparaging countries participating in the Beijing Olympics with his captions. Oh, my God. Um, the broadcaster at that point described Sudan as an unstable country with a long civil war. Zimbabwe as a country with deadly inflation. And they've already been fucking fined for this. So, so the fact that they're doing this again, it really feels like it's like, are they... Are people who watch NBC in Korea like idiots? Yeah, are, is is NBC the Fox News of Korea? Yeah, like the Newsmax or so. Like, what the fuck? Because it's like the. I think we have our like conservative, like racist arm. <laughs> but it's Korean like, it's, news. But the beat. I mean, all of this. The Count Chocula, not Count Chocula, Count Dracula. <laughs> no, Count, Count Chocula would have been <laughs> fucking outrageous. I would have loved for Chocula. <laughs> But I mean, that's like it's that's like as if you asked the dumbest, most racist Korean person who'd never right. been anywhere. Who was in t- charge of the graphics? That's that what thing. I mean. They asked this person like, like <laughs> first thing you think of when yeah. you think of Romania, Dracula. Like you know, Dracula. Yeah, like if they were playing like a weird psychological test game. They're like, that's the infographic we're going with. Like you know. Yeah. <laughs> 
like, yes. The first thought to an idiot. Yes. That's the yeah. one we're going. It's like, that's, this is too bizarre because anyone that's actually. You're covering the Olympics, man. <laughs> yes. What the fuck? Can we this have some gravitas? Can we, can we fucking for a second understand this happens once every four years? This is even something that happens every year. It's once, and we just and it's, also. Can I just say I think it's so hilarious that they kept everything as 2020 Tokyo. Yes. And I'm like, because they must have printed it like years ago, right? Because right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't print it right when it's coming. Like right when you find out you're hosting, you, you start, start printing. Fucking yeah, printing. of course. You, yeah, and then you put stuff everywhere. And then when because of COVID, I'm guarantee you yes. they were like, no, no, we're not reprinting this no. shit. <laughs> I mean, if anything, they could just, you know. All the McDonald's yes. licensing, it's been done. I'm, I'm sure they, what they could have done is like widened out the zero and then drawn in a one. I'm sure they had to consider something, something. to acknowledge where we are. Yeah, but I mean. We're just gaslighting the entire globe right now. <laughs> nope. Nothing's going on. Sure, there's no one in the stands, but we're A-okay. You know what it is? It's like such an attitude like, hey, Kim, it's good enough. Like, that's close enough. Like, get over yourself. <laughs> so fucking lazy. It's, I love that sort of like, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? It would cost too much. Uh, nothing means anything anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it's, ugh, it's whatever. Yeah. We're going through the fucking motions. We're fine. That's what this, like, my family reunion, Eric's family, it was very relaxing. I loved hanging out with the kids. It's a nice time. But, like, it's just like, eh, let's just not fight. Yeah. Can we just do this thing? <laughs> We're going to, it's like the Thanksgiving you don't want to go to. You're like, let's just get over with. Yeah, let's just do it. Who cares? Let's just do it. <laughs> anyway, what was I going to come back to before? JFL! Um, <clears throat> Jockstrap. Oh, yeah, JFL! JFL! <laughs> you were going to ask me something about. Uh, about how I felt about something. <clears throat> oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, so, GFL, for those of you who don't know, it's a comedy festival that happens every year. Uh, it didn't happen last year. This year, it's barely happening. Um, it's happening, it's happening, yeah. It's a, it's a yes. big thing. It's happening, to the new face is, ha is happening tonight. Uh, the first group, I'm in the second group tomorrow. And it's a very exciting thing. Now, I'm not going to say who, uh -huh. but... There was someone that also got it. Okay. That I was I, that I have worked with before. Uh-huh. That I was like, man, I didn't like I didn't like that experience of working with this person. Oh. You yeah. know what I mean? And just sharing the thing with this person made it feel like uh, cheap for me. You know? Why did you... Like, it's cheapening how, it. Why is it cheapening it? Because I, I, don't, I don't like this person. You don't like them on spec? Or you don't like their vibe? You don't like their work? Every... Yeah, I don't like it. Ha, I, it's know? just like a... Ha. There's nothing redeemable. This person is a piece of shit? It's not, it's not even that deep. It's just like... For example... Not okay, my flavor. For, for you yeah, and yeah. I. Okay. Let me ask you that. Okay. <clears throat> is there anyone in Chicago that you're like... You know, like, it's just, I can't, everybody else, yeah, okay, I get it, yeah. I get it, but this person, I'm like, I don't get this. Okay, so, comedically. You know what I mean? They're nice. Do you have yes, that? they're nice, but they're fine. Not even nice, not even nice. 
Also an ass. Also an asshole. Yeah. Yes. Comedically, not not you're not vibing yeah. with. Personally, definitely don't yeah. vibe. Professionally, would never do again. Yes. This kind of like, 절대 아닌 사람. Yes, I do. 근데 같이 like we're in this together. Yeah, it would consume me. 기분이 나쁜 거야. You know, I'm like. Rage, yes. Right, right, and I'm trying to. I'm consumed. But I'm trying to like pivot from that and go. This isn't about them. This is about me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to let that be an excuse for me to f- not feel good about this. Have you fully allowed yourself to fully feel, feel <clears throat> the rage? Feel the rage? Yeah, to fully feel the rage. <laughs> Have you allowed yourself that? No, I've been dampening okay. it. I've been dampening it. I would it. say allow yourself to fully feel it and then put it away. Process yes. it? And then, then be done. Close the door. Can should I can I like hit something? Yeah. Like a you pillow talk, or something like you that? Should talk, or? You should feel all the rage, you should feel all the things, you should probably talk shit about it. That's what I'm doing on the podcast right now. I've been waiting. <laughs> I haven't talked to anyone about this. Yeah, processes. That's And it. I know our listeners are listening, but like I trust our listeners, yeah. like, and I'm not gonna go around and talk shit like publicly, but like this is something that you know. I'm actually yeah. earnestly emotionally going yes. through and I want to talk it yeah. out and I want to make sure that that this is not a, a be and it really has nothing to do with that person. No. It's more about how I feel. It's the justice. Uh, something about justice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's that lack of, and I'm like, but I, uh, I can't have it's that. Like, it's like if the, sa- if the same arbiters of, I can't t- ask if that. the same arbiters of taste have seen fit. Yeah. Yes, I know. That's the justice of it. That's the injustice of it. Not not just the taste, but the beha- the background yes. behavior. They, no one's punished you know? this person. It's like when yeah. it's like when like people have heard about Ellen behaving yes. badly, but she's still getting Emmys and like getting to host things, yeah. and she still ha- you know like and you know yeah. like you don't feel like they. It's not a deserving thing, but. Kind of, mm-hmm. it is like you're an ass to be around, but you're also uh, getting uh, 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 awarded and you know all this stuff like accoladed. Yeah. Like it feels sh- shitty. Yes, that it makes no difference. So, and the thing is, and this is the way that this is what is fucked up is that we allow that reality about show business to diminish what you think you've done. Right. Right. Because I because we feel like the only way to find value in it is if it is a justice. Yes. Because that's yes. how we were reared. <laughs> but it's also the fact that if no one, if he or they are allowed to have. They. they, they let's yeah, just they, say they. If yeah. they are permitted to have. Like you know, behave badly and reap no repercussion, mm-hmm. then it also makes you feel like the work you've done to be kind, to be gentle. Like not that it needs to be rewarded, but it diminishes that. It just goes unrewarded yes. as well. It's like that whole no good deed go, you yes. know what I mean? Like I feel like a chump. Yeah. Because otherwise you could have been out here being an ass the way you want to. Yes, yeah. the way you want to. The way you want. 
I could be a fucking monster. <laughs> you want to see a monster? <laughs> I want a fucking Fiji water every time I go somewhere. <clears throat> Give me a fucking boss. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, I was talking to a friend about this last night when I was getting drunk. Yeah. I feel they're saying how like, you can do all that, but that's just not in your character anyway. No. So like, yeah, maybe I just need to like scream, scream it out. Yeah, I mean, because and then move, and move on. on. Because the thing is, you that this shit doesn't have anything to do with you. It's not You're even right. about you, right? And also, and it, I can't let it cheapen. No, you can't because that diminishes what you've done. Hard I can't work let you've them done. do yeah, that. That's that's fucking. Yes. That's them allowing them to win even more. And that as a petty person, you can't allow that to happen. I'm already You're losing. You're already losing. So just add that. Cut the losses. <laughs> and that alone. And also, yeah. in my experience, the longevity of people who behave this way. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, like, there are a lot of people inside of show business who had huge careers and they kind of strangely disappear when they didn't need to, right? There were like other things they could have done. They're genuinely funny. They're good looking people, whatever. And whenever you start to hear whispers about them, it's because they had no friends. It's because they did not have that goodwill to carry them through mm. um, drought, the, the lulls. lulls. And that's, you know, that like ambition and all that sort of drive will take you as far. But then, you know, there, you need others to carry you through the dry times. And if you don't have anyone around you to help you, which is what happens when you're an asshole, that gives me comfort at night. You're right. I have to think. I have to think of, of the epilogue. Yeah. Yes. And, the return. Yes. And also, don't let them just, don't let them like... Don't let them diminish this moment. Be pettier. There's a part of me that is letting them diminish this moment because there's a part of me that wants, that thinks that I don't Exactly. That's why you seek it out. You seek out this reason to be outraged by it. I seek yeah. out this, like, albeit true, yeah. But you're making it bigger. Do I have to yeah. obsess? Do I have to obsess no. about it? It can be true, and it, I can also get over it. That's what I'm saying. You can do all of it. Engage in it. <sighs> be pissed, but you got to put it away, hard. and that's then hard. you can do both. You can be. Yeah. You allow yourself to be petty, and then also be better than. That's gorgeous. Deep. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? You get to be morally superior. At, it's the best of yeah, all worlds. Just do that. I mean. <laughs> That feels good. All right. Yeah. Thank you for uh, walking me off the ledge there. <laughs> I mean, it's exciting. You're it's right. Like, and also, it's a huge it's deal. It's a huge deal as a comic. That's like, this is the moment. As a comic, yeah. it is. It, yes. It is a, a, a rarefied thing. It's something that you dream about. We've auditioned multiple, multiple times. Yeah. Like, people, that's just how it yes. goes. Wait, how, how many times did you audition at this point? What year was this? Three. Three. 2019, 2020, and then this was the third one. Oh, wait, that's it? Just 2019? This is your third year? Third year, yeah. Wow. Or maybe four, Maybe I did one in 2018. You had to have done one in 2018. 
You had to have at least done a character sketch. <clears throat> I've done characters, but I yeah. haven't done. I think I did my first stand-up one out here. Okay. At Comic Store. That was the first one. No, at the Improv. Mm -hmm. And then the Comic Store was the second one. And then this was the third one. So, yeah, I've done character ones in Chicago. Yeah. But, like, I never really wanted to do those. <laughs> I did those because they put me in this Improv sketch slot. Yes. You know, no one really respected me as a stand-up in Chicago, I don't think. You know, yeah. like it wasn't like they were like, you're an improv sketch guy. What the fuck are you doing here? It was almost always like, what do you go back to your fuck? You have a stage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I that. Yeah, I, I've this is my third. But also I was always like the improv sketch slot at. Yeah, in exactly. a character sketch. Showcase. That's what we came up yeah. in. Yeah. If we came up in the like stand up world, it would have been. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know, know if we would have had that. I don't know if I, me personally would have ever gotten the stage time or the clout in order to ever get to that point. I don't think I, I would have just stopped. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think uh, it, it was the perfect way to do stand up in Chicago is like mm -hmm. on the side. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> on the DL. <laughs> no, I mean, I was trying to explain to someone, like, I think a lot of improvisers are trying to do this. And I was like, you know, the, you should. Like, the first time I did stand-up, a lot of people came up to me afterwards. They were like, how long have you been doing stand-up? And I was like, it's my third time doing this. And they were, I couldn't get over it. And it was just like, but I mean, I've been doing comedy. Like, they stand-ups just don't at all understand, like, what it, how hey, it works. Yeah. Like you must just do stand up comedy, yes? And it's like, no. Yeah, it's very yeah. Liminal, but improvisers are like, Yeah, we do it all. Like you could do that, you can just stand and it's yeah. and it's this I'll do a story, yeah. I'll be a character. And it's this yeah. presence of mind, a stage presence and comfortable stage yeah. presence. And that's yeah. knowing yourself. That's what you takes years yes. to get. It's stage And presence. as an improviser, like, you know, you have that if you're good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's fine. You do enough shows, you get stage presence. Yeah, That's just how you figure it. out what version of yourself does well on stage. You <laughs> yeah, know? because you've seen so many that does yeah. not <laughs> do well. <laughs> just eating shit. Yeah. Oh my god, so much shit. <laughs> Wait, tell me more. Yeah. So how was the 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 family trip? Like, so you were there. The anti-vaxer was there. You guys just got over it, and then. No one talked about anything, and we just hung out and played with the kids a lot. The kids, ugh, I love these kids. And speaking of improv, they're, like, playing make-believe. Yeah. And, you know, they're like, I, you know, like, here, drink this water. And, they, you know, they're just miming yeah. it, and I'm, like, drinking it. I go, yum. And they're like, oh, guess what? There's poison in it. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and I, like, throw up and die. And they love it. And they love me, like acting huge and big yeah. and extra yes and no one else does so i <laughs> really enjoy them i enjoy these kids because they love goofing and playing around mm -hmm. and i like you know they, they turn into monsters and i turn into a monster and they chase me and i chase you know like it's just really it's fun to just play it's play it's, it's play. play. That's I mean, I so I did a show <laughs> on Friday mm. or improv 
but I did the stand-up slot. Improv show? It was an improv show, oh, but I did the stand-up slot. Oh, okay. slot. Okay. And it's the first improv I've seen in over a year. <gasps> was it outdoors? No, it was just in a huge event space. Okay, but they're doing improv. Yes. Not mic'd. Unmiked. Oh, man. <laughs> My Tonkumong just went. <laughs> yeah. But it was, everyone was keen because everyone was like an improv nerd and stuff. And mm. let me tell you, the first set I watched, I was just like, this is marvelous. Like, this is like such a, like a unique opportunity of like spontaneous co- collaboration between these mm-hmm. adults that are agreeing to simply play and be present. And we're here <laughs> to watch this magical show appear in front of us. And I yeah, was just like yeah. really moved and I was like, oh my God, I fucking love improv. And then I watched the second set <laughs> and I was like, this is stupid. Like, immediately, this is fucking stupid. That's the thing. It's, Im- uh, it's so immediately bad. Yeah. It's like the highest highs and the yeah. lowest lows. Yeah, because then, because the yeah. good shows. They say stand up is, but yeah. I don't think so. No. I've I've felt more awkward watching bad improv mm-hmm. and being a part of bad yes. improv than stand because if you're a part of bad improv yeah. you can't really escape. There's no like you're you're in it. I mean I've literally been it, in scenes where we're on a sinking ship. <laughs> and it's getting <laughs> no, no laughs. No laughs. And we're like <laughs> bailing out water and it's like a, it's you're and the thing is you're in it with other people and like some people some people describe it as like oh that's the reason why it feels as long as you're being present and like you're talking to them you're not really bombing alone i'm like yeah it actually feels worse to watch it's someone worse. who's also being so unfunny and i have to yeah <laughs> like it's just it feels like worse to be in a situation where no one can improve it Whereas if I could just spin out and talk to people, we could fix this. Yeah. You could talk to the audience yeah. and be like, this sucks, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> and they would laugh and they would laugh. Yeah. And then you reset yeah. and then you gain a little bit of, you know, mm-hmm. currency and then it's a trade. You go back and forth. But like, but yeah, improv goes bad way faster and way, it like goes left very hard. Yes. But it can yeah. really be wonderful. I mean, that was the thing. But if you do improv together yeah. a lot, yes. there's almost nothing better, I yes. think. Like when I was on ETC doing those third acts, mm-hmm. those um, improv yeah. sets, there was, they had just watched me crush for two acts. Yeah. So they are, there was so much currency built up that I could get step on stage and be like, poo poo, pee pee, <laughs> you know, and they would be like, he's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> Give that man a Jeff. <laughs> well, at least nominate him for one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let him sit there and then don't let him win. And also provide a buffet that was very lackluster. I will say. Joseph Jefferson Awards, you guys really should step up your buffets. Come on, buttered noodles, stop it. That's no. Not, I swear Who to God. Who made this menu? A like, four year old? That's, sh- that's crazy. <laughs> Buttered noodles? <laughs> yes. 
There was like sauce on the side if you wanted to put sauce on it. Okay. You know, like a like a vat of marinara. Oh my god. It was that's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> People need to grow up. That's gross. No no no. <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, that's like, I don't know. I, I hate just butter. That's like such a, that's a, something that a child orders from a restaurant. That's literally on a child's menu. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I was like watching the, the heights and the depths of like improv and like doing mm-hmm. um, sets. Have you been doing sets lately, prepping for tomorrow? Yeah, I did one set to prep, um, but that's it. I haven't been like going out and like hitting multiple sets. <laughs> <laughs> here's what i've done that before where i like rev myself up Mm -hmm. to like i gotta make it perfect and i get you know and then i get there and it's just like and then it's just it's good yeah it's you know or great but like i don't know i know this is like shitty to say but like it's an industry event there's gonna be people who are there just to see the show like it's already an event where people are gonna be into it yeah like i'm not gonna fucking bomb this set i I know the set i know what i want to say i just have to be in the moment yeah but the being in the moment is what takes practice yes right it's the reps that make you loose and be you know so like yeah i haven't done a lot of the working the set I've worked it once I think I'm good um I hope <laughs> the audience is nice tomorrow I mean, but they, I'm sure they will be but also you have no problem you don't really have an issue with being present I do sometimes when I'm like nervous yeah. and I'm, I'm in a new place like that <clears throat> the second show in Atlanta I, I was not present okay also I was high high and drunk yeah. <laughs> so don't do that <laughs> but honestly if I'm not high and drunk like I'm I've done this like a thousand times. Like I'm not, I'm going to go on stage and I'm going to have a nice time. It's six minutes, you know, like we're going to be fine. Um, but I haven't been stressing about it, which is like new. Mm -hmm. Normally I think pre panty, this would have driven me anxiety hell and I'd be going to every open mic running the set, running the set. I'll fit one more set in, please. I need to, before the show, Right before the show, I would do it, you know? So, um, but post-Panny, I'm just not, um, yeah, I don't don't really care that much. Can I tell you, I've been thinking a lot about this because, you know, mostly because I'm not, I'm just thinking lately because of this um, not looking at screens. And I don't know, this I think is what I'm doing. It's the reason why I think I'm like foggy. But I've been thinking about this. (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm, I, I, yeah, I, I am in a weird spot, but I think <laughs> with the Naomi um, Osaka stuff Osaka. and Simone Biles, like I've been thinking about the grind in a really new way. And, Tell me. And I think that, and you've been alluding to it, I'm struggling with accepting and an understanding a new reality. And... We've talked about it a little bit before about how the grind is patriarchal, how the grind even Mm -hmm. is a white supremacist idea. And Mm -hmm. it's like, I think even having kind of understood that as a concept that ultimately I I still think and love, I love hard work. I like to do the thing that like it's just something tactile. It helps you feel like you're doing something instead of a creative enterprise that you will, that like, you know, where people and gatekeepers are 
hold the keys to quote unquote success that you have no control mm -hmm. over, right? Like, how am I supposed to make anybody want a five foot one, 38 year old lady to be in this role? You know, I can't convince, I can't, you know, force them to want that. I can just mm -hmm. do this work, you know? And so mm -hmm. this is something that I really grapple with, but what I've been <clears throat> realizing is that this, this work ethic and the grind and like kind of this like feel like you need to sacrifice and cut away at yourself as somehow mm -hmm. a marker of success and um or deserve deserve yes deserving yes. and that somehow that is how you earn the right to call mm -hmm. yourself a winner it's how you earn the right to call yourself a champion only if there's a chunk of flesh yes missing, missing. yeah and the thing about it is I'm that's what is patriarchal. Yes, because about it. It's also never a pound of flesh. You cannot be you cannot be just deserve it. No. You have to be you have to owe. You cannot be whole. You cannot yeah. actually be whole. You must be missing a part of yourself. And as a person of color mm -hmm. and as a woman, uh, or any type of minority, they actually take more than just a pound. They always do. They take way it's about more. Three point five yes, pounds. Yes, they take yeah. way more from you. And the thing is, refusing to t give that was like kind of mind-boggling. Like I, t it took me a second to even understand with the Simone Biles stuff. Like, it took me a second. It took me a second because once I understood that, mm -hmm. oh, this is like also a mental issue and the weight and like about her future. Mm -hmm. Right. That like the fact that she's saying no to a gold. Yes. To this supreme idea of success. <clears throat> And then spinning around is like, well, what's success? You know, this is, it actually- It's radical. Exactly. It's anti-capitalistic. Yes. And, and yes. so my husband and I have been arguing about this plant that's in our yard. And it's like, I'm like, you have to weed this thing. Hmm. And he's like, what makes it a weed? And I was like, because I don't want it here. And he's like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's literally uh -huh. the definition of a weed. If yeah. you simply, if your feelings about it, or what makes yes. it a fucking weed? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. otherwise, then it's a fucking plant. That's re that yeah. was crazy to me. I had no idea that it wasn't a scientific assignation. That there was not a that genus. something has to be a weed. Yes. <laughs> a weed genus. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's simply a plant that you don't like. Yes. And mm -hmm. I am not racist. I am all inclusive and plant positive. So nothing is a weed. <laughs> <laughs> but he need, he wants to get no, rid of it. No, I wanted to. Uh oh. And he oh, was you the, and he to. was the okay. one that was saying, "Hey, to enlighten yes. you." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing is like okay. I'm so uh, accustomed to prescribing things as worthy or not worthy. Mm -hmm. Right or wrong. Right or wrong. Black or white. What's the return on yeah. this investment on time? Yes, plus or minus. Yeah, and success, and success, and success. Yeah. And like, yeah, it is anti-patriarchal. It's anti-capitalist that I'm not going to, mm -hmm. I'm not going to give of myself in this way to achieve a gold medal, which is like. That you told me to that I am worthy of because why? Once you have it, it's accolades, mm -hmm. it's ego, and it's money. Yeah. Don't these signing things. You can be on Wheaties. Yes. You can tour as a, you know, it's all this stuff to like secure financial success, future.
you know? And it's like, I, I think Simone Biles, Naomi Osaka, anyone who's withdrawing from anything because they want to withdraw yeah. for their health, mm-hmm. fucking brava. Yes. Why are we even competing? I was looking at the swimming competition the other day. I'm like, why are there male and female swimmers? Yeah. Is it that different? You know, like, are you, uh, why does it have to be, why are we still doing this? Yeah. Why are we doing, (laughs) like, the Olympics, like, yeah, okay, like, it's a time for all of us to kind of, like, come together as, like, one globe on sport. Yeah. That I'm very romantic about. I'm like, it's cool. I love the, like, the opening ceremonies and, like, everyone wears their little garb, you know? It's political, but, like, yeah, it's something we kind of, it's like a reset for us Mm -hmm. a little bit to be like, can we just chill? Um, But I'm sure, like, I don't know. Does I don't even want to go into Israel. Forget it. <laughs> I was gonna. <laughs> I mean, if you want to go there, like, is it doing anything for Israel Palestine? Mm-hmm. The Olympics, the coming together of worlds and people. Like, what what is it actually doing? I don't know. This is the st- type of stuff I was thinking about while watching the swimmers yeah. and going. Why do we have female swimmers and male swimmers? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think it's the idea that if we can all, I think as long as, I don't know. It is very patriarchal. It is very capitalist. This idea of like achievement. To compete. To compete and achieve. And to be recorded yeah. as top, as best. And to devote your life and give of your, and sacrifice of yourself in this way. And the thing yeah. is, like, what's interesting is like, there aren't men that have done this, that have chosen to bow away mm. uh, or like step away from things. As a Kaepernick, right? Like, but I'm saying that on this level, as individual sport, not team. Michael Phelps. Did he bow out of? I mean, he's done. I guess he aged out, but like. But he's someone that has really struggled with mental illness. I know that. He did too. Yeah. yeah. But I'm I'm saying that like. Um, like Simone or whatever like uh, to me yeah. that means that they're that the pressures on women the pound is just a little more it's higher it's higher yes. and mm-hmm. the maturity level to me is higher mm-hmm. for them they understand that life is long I don't understand people who are screaming about Simone backing up like why what does it have to do with you yeah people are like how dare she it's like what? Why is this an issue for you? And then meanwhile, someone can get disqualified for smoking weed? That's what I'm saying. I bet. Like, what the fuck? This bitch wants to be there, and you're like, no. And if this bitch doesn't want to be there, you're like, no. But also, if we, like, had, allowed, what do you want? If we had allowed Simone Biles to smoke a little weed, she'd probably be chill enough to compete. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. we're expecting these people to perform and like mentally and physically perform at such a peak optimal level every single week every single day inside of practice like they must give of themselves yeah after wait after practice why can't they just smoke a little weed chill the fuck out like just it's not a big deal we don't own them yeah (laughs) what the fuck you know we act like we own these people like collectively yes it's so brutally fucking dehumanizing. 
Yes, this like goes back because the, our culture of celebrity has really changed. Yeah, and all athletes are celebrities mm-hmm. now. Yeah. You know? There's a public part of you that is like belongs. And like You can't just be good at something anymore. No. And that's the thing is like, you know, I whenever I watch and this goes back to like just my myself as a public persona uh, or like as a comedian lately, I've just been like, yeah, what is this? Like how much of, of myself do <laughs> yeah. I have to give now? Cuz it's right. not just Twitter, it's not just Instagram, it's not just Facebook and it's like TikTok. TikTok. It's like so much of so much content, so much confessional yeah. stuff, and you have to have to be at a peak. You know, we expect it of everyone that performs for us. There is a sense yeah. that, that people have ownership over you. And exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I think I appreciate it. like Peter, I understand what you're doing. You're like, these are this is my point of view. This is how I will mm. perform it. I'm not mm. gonna give more. No. This is a very correct. I just yeah. I also don't have it. Yeah. Like, you know, I just don't have that flesh. The metaphorical. Yeah. Literally, I have tons of flesh. <laughs> I'd love to give it away. <laughs> but <laughs> metaphorical or per- proverbial flesh, yeah. I don't have any more to give. I-, I just don't know where to find it. I don't have the energy for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a- 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 as we were saying, and, and I-, I was talking to you about this, like, when I went to Atlanta and because my agent was like, hey, go talk to this person and then I could just get up. Yeah. That's the way I want to do it. And if some if people are like, well, you can't because you have to get in line. I just don't want to. <laughs> I just don't want to yeah. get in line. I just don't want it enough, I guess, according to y'all. Yeah. I don't want it enough. You know, I get that pressure of people like, Saying like, oh, you're not really in the L.A. comedy scene because you're not like at the shows. You're not scenester. You're not showing up and you're not like. And I'm like, I'm not a fan of comedy. Yeah. Like, I'm a comedian. I'm funny on stage. I'm not a fan of. I I have friends that I like, but like, I don't want to be around the scene. I did this already. Yes. In Chicago. I did it. Like, I did the like drinking the juice and culting it up and yeah, yeah parties with only comedians like I've done this I'm almost for I need friends that are lawyers you know what I mean or like mechanic a school teacher yeah a baker like I need people to be friends with yeah. I can't just be co-workers I can't just be around co-workers all the time like that's just not I don't want to yeah like what other profession do you go and see each other work all the time you know like <laughs> I'm telling you, it is Musicians, hard. Musicians, I, I guess. Yeah, it is hard. I never hung out with like yeah. comedians. Like I did not have a lot of friends like that until very recently. And I'm realizing, you're right. Like it is, it is more exhausting. Super exhausting yeah. because everyone is navel gazing. Yes. So everyone requires attention. Mm-hmm. You know, including yourself. Obviously, yes. that's why you're there. Yes. But. Everyone is requiring of attention and it's it's fucking hard. Especially that's why we love the stage because it's one way. Yeah. It's a one directional. You know, (laughs) like you say da 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 and then the laughs come and then you eat it up and then you do you do your thing and then the laughs come and you eat it up. Like it's one directional. Yes. (laughs) I mean I that is something I'm always interested in. I mean that's only like words of affirmation I'm interested in. The sound of laughter from strangers. 
from strangers. From strangers. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, I also really like uh, the weird arm grab after a show. Like, you're so great. Like, I like that. You know, I hate an arm grab. I'm fine Do with that. not grab my elbow. Don't grab my arm, my femur. Yeah. None of it. I hate that. No. You like that? The arm grab? Gush at me. Gush at me after a I show. I don't like the physical barrier being. I don't like that. No, I need. I, I like. I like. You don't that. feel unsafe. Yeah, that's what's thrilling about it. What? <laughs> no. no. I'm kidding. No, I mean, I'm saying that I like the gushing. I don't like to stay. Sure. I don't like to stay or whatever, but I like but the. But like you're talking to someone else and someone's grabbing you from behind. Be like, oh my God, you were so good. Like, don't grab me. Just fucking line up. Yeah, yeah. They do that too. <laughs> just line. Make an orderly line here. <laughs> begin kidding. here. <laughs> the cue starts here. <laughs> no, I'm choking about that. But like, yeah, that I, I think. For me, the physical thing is a little too much. Like, don't ever put your hands on me. Yeah. This is just my trauma. I don't like to have my physical barrier crossed. Yeah, no. I I stopped hugging white women. Ooh, why? Yeah, I'm done. (laughs) I don't, because my Asian friends don't want to hug, so I don't (laughs) hug anyone. You know what I mean? White women are the only ones that want to (laughs) hug. My Asian friends are like, hey. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a pat on the back, a vigorous pat. I'll rub. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. do a lot of. No, I mean like you know when you see someone mm-hmm. like my good friends, you obviously yeah. like my family, obviously I'll hug. But like in the comedy world yes. and Chicago writ large, yeah. there's a lot of huggery. There is huggery. Yes, it's too much. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, hi! I did a show with you once. Yeah. I did a 15 minute set with you once. Hi. Oh my God! Hi, I loved you in this. Can I give you like no? Remember when um, what's her name was it Kesha who wanted to give Jerry Seinfeld a hug? He said no. He was like no, no, you can't give me a hug. I don't, I don't know you. Yeah, like hugging is intimate. I don't want you to hug me. I think when people like force the hug, yes, they are trying to. I think it's a dominant the domination thing for me. Oh, like you're dominating my space. I never asked you to enter my space. Yes, I mean, I'm. I actually don't get. You're right. I do push it away. I don't think about it actively, but it just in my mind, it's like, if we don't know you each other, feel like you have to hug. But I don't. I like. I think. Okay. Because people have told me that I, because um, I feel like I'm very approachable. You know, I'm like I feel like I'm very friendly. But people have told yeah. me that I'm like, but you're right. Now that I'm talking about, it, I, I have there are some, the huggery is 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 um, strong. It's present. It's very in the improv community particularly. Yeah, you know New York. If you go to New York, people don't hug in New York. Yeah, like immediately. Yeah. Hi, this is my friend Angie. Hi, Angie. No, no one's going in for a hug. They're like hello or like a handshake. Yeah. A nod. It's a nod. I mean, that's my, yeah. that's, that's how I, I'm realizing. And people must interpret that as like a, I'm, but yeah, I'm not leaning in. I'm not trying to, but I also stand no. far away from Especially people. Especially during COVID. Like, yeah. don't be, I don't want to be hugging. Are people still doing that out in LA? People be hugging. People still want to hug and be giving each other like, oh, I haven't seen you in so long. It's like, okay, Ca- there's a acquaintances? reason. Acquaintances? Acquaintances. LA, you got to get together. Come on. You got to get together. (laughs) You can't be hugging acquaintances no more. The Delta variant said no. Yeah. Okay? It's too crazy. Stop it. Stop with the hugging. Let's go back to Insa. Yes. You know, just a little bow. 
a little nod. You don't have to do the hand prayer hand thing. You don't have to go overboard. You know what I mean? Just a little, you know, a little nod. That's great. Like respectful and good. I mean, this is also the bow is coming from two cultures that are supremely polite. Yes. You know, like I, I was describing this to my therapist about how in Korea. But I think we yes. need to be a little more polite. Polite, yes. These are you just a little, a fucking a little tact, please. Nunchi. Nunchi. Bitch, also can I okay, we're going off on a rant, but I just have to. I saw a, a mutual friend recently. Yeah. And it's just like there's not enough nunchi. And for those fuckers, nunchi means like social tact. Yes. Right? Like, Korean, I'm starting to really have a flip on how we were raised. Yeah. And how we're like, oh, you're not like American enough or like white enough. But like in a a given social setting where you don't really have a deep connection with people, you have to understand personal information, divulging of personal information. Mm Mm-hmm is violating the group space. Yes. You have to take the temperature of what the group is doing mm-hmm. and add or minus from there. Yes. You know, like not not minus, but like just add your thing. Just yes and it from there. Right. Right. Like, but people, especially like white people be coming in because everyone's over therapized. Yeah. Everybody's coming in with their therapy of the day. And it's like, <laughs> If it's one-on-one and we're having a sleepover, we have a mask on, like, great, let's get into our feelings. But, like, if the entire group at brunch is taking it easy, you can't be coming in with the TMI information, making a, dropping an emotional, weird, mental bomb, and then having us have to take care of you. Ah. For example, this is just made up, but, like, let's say we're all having brunch, right? Yeah. And then... And then you and all our friends are having brunch and I come in and all of a sudden I'm like, blah, blah. You guys are talking about, I don't know, um, in the Heights. Yes. And I was like, oh, in the Heights, blah, blah. You know, like I can't even think about in the Heights because my mom jumped from a four story building. And, you know, everybody knows that uh, I still wear her necklace every day because, you know, it, it, it's like, what? We were talking about a movie. And you're coming in with like personal trauma. That's a ter- that's terrorism. That's terrorism. You're saying I don't care about what you guys are doing. Yeah. I need to process this, and you need to be around. Did you know about my trauma? Well, you know about it now. Do you want to talk about it now? Yeah, I'm talking about it already. No, you need to have con- you need to get my consent. Yes. Before you tell me your trauma. Yes. Right, like th- we need to refocus. The way you social. In a, in a one-on-one, in a one-on-one, and if you're intimate, I am I'm someone that takes on a lot of that baggage and people love to divulge stuff like that to me. And I'm always happy yeah. to take it on because, you know, my own issues. But like <laughs> but I <laughs> sure, yeah, sure. but I I like that, especially in a one-on-one. But in a group setting, that is terrorism. One-on-one, I'll go into trauma all day, every day, yes. baby. Let's go. Let's dig deep. Yeah. You know, but like let's get dirty. You can't come into the group and throw a bomb. Yeah, that's not like you're carpet that is not, bombing a conversation. That is not why we have come to this brunch. <laughs> oh. That's not. I I did not be, I did not order this mimosa knowing that you would be arriving with this in hand. Oh, I wanted to talk shit about the only girl that's not here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
and that's it's also sometimes a group does want that or like you know especially at the, whatever but it is the nunche and god the have over, some tact yeah the over therapized is true <sighs> the over therapized and the huggery i'm i'm over it <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're doing? You sat on? No, no. You have to do the same exact thing. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, quick break we'll be right back. All right. We're back with our newest segment and starting to become my favorite because this is when we actually reveal our traumas. It's time for <laughs> AMA. Morago. Morago. <laughs> <laughs> this section where you at, uh, submit your questions and we ask them to the best of our abilities and uh, send your questions to ajumashow at gmail.com or at ajumashow on the socials. Uh, remember to follow us and subscribe and uh, send the podcast to one of your friends. Please. Uh, yeah, please. And today we, our question is, uh, okay, I like this one. When do you feel like you are the most, quote, you? When are you the most you? <sighs> Let's, that's a. When am I most me? Most authentically me? I think most authentically me is me hanging out with my friends and like my closies. Mm hmm. Sitting around, a li maybe like a, a glass of wine in. Yeah. And I'm either getting completely roasted. Yeah. And slapping my knee and cackling at the fact that how stupid I am. Uh -huh. Or I'm doing the exact opposite of going completely in on someone. <laughs> And roasting the shit out of them and obtusely hyperbolizing their embarrassment for our enjoyment. <laughs> oh my God. Where am I most authentically me? Also, when I'm eating pork belly of any kind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when am I most authentically me? I'm going to say. I think this is going to sound so. I think I am most authentically myself when I am yeah. on stage. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I was trying to stop myself. I knew you were going to say that. I was I'm like, embarrassed. Even you're going to say, say, say stand up. I'm like, no, don't say it. You know, I would say also on this podcast, like whenever we've gotten um, drunk and like been, when we were used to do it at the house, at the play, at your mm -hmm. actual apartment, like that was very fun. Especially when you used to, we could hear us drinking and like you smoking like the lighter. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> the early Fs. The early Fs. <laughs> Before we even had mics, I think yeah. we were just like. Screaming recording. into the same mic. <laughs> but I mean, like, I think. For me, I, I'm like I'm just I, I'm a person that really lives in my head. 
So like Mm -hmm. when, you know, I think, yes, I like to be roasted too. That is a part of it. Like I like that sensation of like, everyone's looking at me, but I'm, um, but no one likes it. You know, I'm like, you know, it's like that sort of dragging. It really does bring me a particular kind of joy. Um, It's like you're being seen. Yeah. If someone's roasting you, they really know you. Yes. And it feels really good. That feels really good. It's my favorite type of intimacy. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> we have serious problems. Oh my like it's god. Like it's it is it's truly one of my favorites. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Folks, this was a fun episode. Thanks for joining us. Ask your questions uh, at the socials and the email. And uh, remember, we're gonna be in um, we're gonna be in DC in December, December tenth. Yes. So we're gonna once we get the details, we're gonna put it out on the socials. We still have a few months to go, but just remember, DC in December, we can do it. That 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 has a good ring to it. DC in December. All right, come on out. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. 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 Audio.